Diva Caldergrail, as part of the Sportsline on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsline here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union. And on today's show, I'm joined as always by co-presenter Pat McNamara. On today's show, we're going to be talking predominantly handball and rugby. And I'm going to be joined, first of all, on the line by the chairman of Clare Handball Board, Tommy Hagerty from Clare Castle. And later on in the programme, as we talk about rugby, we'll have our regular uh, rugby analyst uh, from Scarif, Michael Madden. And now delighted to be joined on the line here uh, for his first his debut here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Um, we have the chair chairman of, of Clare Handball. In, as there's a, a lot of handball, the handball season really kicking in action uh, in the next two weekends here. And as I said, we're joined by the chairman. He's a man involved in an awful lot of sports. Don't know where he gets the time for all. He's chairman of the handball. He's involved in in the greyhounds a, a, a good bit as well. He's a man who has won many county championships with his club uh, Clare Castle. And also won a Munster Junior medal with Clare in 1995. But also was involved with the Clare team when they won the All Ireland under the management of Davy Fitz in 2013. Has given his life to the GA and 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 the association. Delighted to welcome on the line here, Tommy Hagerty. Tommy, you're very very welcome. Thank you, Leo. And uh, may I add to that, uh, I was understudy to you in that uh, intermediate final too, Leo. By the way, and and unfortunately beaten by a. Uh, uh, a very good kidney size at the time. Yeah, good team. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Tommy, we won't talk about the hurling now at all for, for the moment. We'll, we'll just head down to handball. And, you know, handball. look, at you've done unbelievable work in, in, in your time as chairman of Clare Handball. And, you know, handball, uh, Tommy, is a game that is really very, very much on the up. It was in the doldrums for a while. It has been making a renaissance. But I don't know, did people foresee how good that this renaissance has been? Yeah, surely, I suppose, you know, we have been fairly um, privileged, I suppose is the word I use uh, in Clare, to have had um, down through the years so so many um, very good handballers, um, so many top-class handballers that have taken All-Ireland titles and um, won major titles and world championships uh, down through the years, and I suppose uh, no more so than uh, over in East Clare, which I suppose... We consider to be the home of handball is uh, in Clungreny, um, down you know from the Caribbees to to down to to Dermot Nash at the moment, you know. Yeah, in fairness, Dermot is, is I suppose is the poster boy for one for one to a better word over here, and a man who has given great time not only to himself but to the to the to the club in general, and his family have been very good to the, exactly. the club. Exactly. Um, Tommy, you know, looking at it. You know, I know the Clare leagues are going well. The, the underage is very strong. You know, signified by the number of titles that have come back to the county in, in and it was in in not only national but world championships. But this weekend, the season kicks off again with the the Golden Gloves as it does in in Belfast. It's a a major tournament. Uh, Dear Nash was beaten in the final last year by by Robbie McCarthy. A number of Clare players going on tour this weekend uh, to Belfast, Tommy. There are there are quite a few going up. I'm not sure the exact amount, um, uh, Leo. To be honest, which um, I suppose I'm, I'm sitting here at my desk at the moment trying to to work out the following weekend, which we have um, which we have more importance in where we're, we're hosting the nationals. Yes. But um, yeah, look, the, the Golden Globes is probably the, the the first major tournament, and it's the first ranking tournament that um, you know. And unfortunately, the draws for the the nationals that can't be made until. Um, the, the the grading is done on that, so um, you know. But look, the, the Golden Gloves is, is is a major one. Dearman, I think one or two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, or three years ago, um, but 
yeah, the Nationals is what we are, I suppose, con- concentrating on more, um, which is coming up the following weekend here in Clare. Um, you know, we have over 140 players coming uh, over to play. I think we were, we were looking at it there earlier on. There's going to be over 400 games played on the weekend um, in, in nine clubs. You know, the, and it, it, I suppose Tungreni would be the, the, we call it the epicenter, I suppose, where they'll, and, and Clooney, they'll be hosting the, the big games, which are the, the Open, the Men's Open and Ladies Open. And um, the finals, of course, will be in Tungreni on the Sunday. Yeah, it's a fe- so, it's a it's a like, feast yeah. of ha- it's a feast of handball, there, Tommy. In the, the the with the championships, you know, the following weekend. Ah, oh, look, it's a festival of handball. To be honest, the the, the games will be starting Friday night, and you know, some of the ringers will be kicking into place on Friday night. Um, handball will be going from about ten o'clock Saturday morning until maybe eight nine ten o'clock at Saturday night, and then the finals again will be played on the Sunday, um, in three or four different venues, you know. So uh, like it, it is a feast of handball, and, and anybody that's interested or even wants to sort of see what handball or what's involved in handball should try and get along to one of the venues. Like, you know, I'll I, I, I mention a few. You know, the, the, the Tungreni would be the main one where the, all the top handballers will be. Clooney, Clitician, Clooney Quinn, Martin Fergus, O'Callaghan's Mills, Clare Castle, then with the two alleys are going to be hosting a lot of games. Uh, Tuller, Tuna, and I suppose the the, the one that's been reopened, Broadford. Um, you know, we're going to try and get a few games in there to try and rejuvenate the handball back into to Broadford, who were a, a very vibrant club back in the the nineties and and eighties and nineties. You know. And so, Tommy, looking at that, Tommy, there isn't really any club that you know that I would have known that been been left out. Every club is is, is going to be taken care of for some games. So it's a great way of, of really bringing the game out to bring it out to like bring it out to the public and and there's a chance for anyone to go to see it. Oh, listen, look, every you know, as I say, we've utilised Broadford, who haven't been up and running as a handball club for the last maybe ten or fifteen years, but every alley in the county is being utilised. You know, we, I suppose we have to. Um, unfortunately, I suppose the weather hasn't been favourable to us. So we have to be very mindful of the fact that, um, you know, alleys can get wet and get damp. And, you know, you have to be careful when you're, when you're playing that, you know, you, you, there's a lot of work even being done from this weekend on. In regards to, I suppose, heat in the valleys and you know, getting in the humidifiers and all that sort of stuff. But from 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 the general public, Leo, yeah, definitely. Um, anybody that wants to see what goes on or you know how the game is played at the, at the top level should try and get along to one of those venues over the weekend. Um, you know, it's not going to cost anything to get in. So, um, just go in, sit down, enjoy the games, um, listen to the atmosphere, and 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 you know, it is. I suppose handball is while it's an individual sport. You know, there are, as you mentioned there earlier on, the, the, the club leagues which take place, and that they're all team events as well, you know. So, yeah, good times for Amber. Yeah, and, 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 as, and as, well, as well as that, Tommy, all the top players in the, from the country will come. You know, it's it is one of the, it is a big, big, a big uh, tour, big, big championship, and to have it so early in the season, you know, players will be will be mad for it, really. Oh yeah, look, as I said, I was, I'm sitting down here trying to <laughs> work out venues and that's for finals here at the moment, but you know, I suppose in, in, we look at the, the men's open and we have Dermot Nash, obviously, and Colin Crean from Clare 
but you also have the likes of the Funchion brothers from oh, the Katini boys, yeah. Daniel, yeah, the, the Rella and, and the Walters from Cork, you know. So, you know, it's the, the top players are, are, are coming, there's no doubt about that. Okay, you might say Robbie McCarthy may not be here, but, you know, Robbie has to pick and choose his, his, his tournaments as um, he, he works in the he army, does, you know? He does it a fine half time, doesn't he? <laughs> he has he's enough to find out, yeah. That's, there's no doubt about that. You know, and like I suppose even in down to the ladies, um, you have um Liam and Oak from Tungreni taking part now. Leah and Katrina Milan, they're both Tungreni. They're gonna be stepping up I suppose into the what they call the open class, but they're getting experience at the same time. Yeah. Um but they, they will be playing ladies here if 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 they do get defeated, you know. But like you have the Fiona Tully, Katrina Casey, uh, uh, Sienna McCurran, who's the current All Ireland champion. Yeah, yeah. You know she's she's back. And you know, so you know, uh, Alice McCrory from the Tyrone, Tyrone yeah. as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So like <laughs> definitely in the in the ladies side, you have all the top players coming. You know. And Tommy, and I know there's an awful lot. Of, it, it just doesn't happen overnight. But when did Claire? When were Claire made aware that they were hosting the, the, the tournament this year? You know, because it is it can be a logistical nightmare, and it, and, and thrown in the fact that you can't make the draws until the Golden Gloves is over the weekend for seedings and and all that. It makes it a very very an arduous test next week for for everybody. Um, I suppose we applied for it back maybe three months ago, Leo. Um, and we were awarded it in, I suppose, maybe four or five weeks ago. So I suppose, as I say, it's been a logistical nightmare since. Um, and even, you know, making phone calls and trying to get GA handball involved with us. Um, you know, to sit down and sit around the table and draw up all the plans and, and, and the draws. Now, a lot of the draws can be made, but as I say, just with regard to the men's open, the um, the... The seedings um, have to be correct, obviously, and because the ranking tournament, uh, the Golden Gloves is a ranking tournament, and those seedings could change, so the draw will only be made one that's for that one. Yeah, and Tommy, you know, the one thing I see, uh, I, I've seen about handball, and obviously we, we'd love to see more exposure on television, but as you explained to me today, it, it, it would be hard to have it, maybe for the, the bigger stations, and of course with all the cut plays they have, now their, their, their resources are going to be cut <laughs> even more, but it, it is a hard game, sure. maybe, to, to put on screen uh, for followers, Tommy. Yeah, I suppose, look, I, um, you know, I suppose we, we all grew up, I suppose, in the McDonough era of, uh, of Top A's been on for a half an hour, where games were played on a time basis. Um, you know, and I suppose, unlike Holland, to an extent, um, the... the <laughs> You take you take an all Ireland final, I suppose, and you can't sort of say, okay, well, the, the viewing time of that is going to be one hour, fifteen minutes, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, an all Ireland final, as we've known with Dermot in the next, last couple of years, all Ireland finals could be two, two and a half hours long. Yeah, that's the, that seems to be the norm anyway. You know, and it's 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 very hard for 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 viewing to be sitting down for two and a half hours watching handball, I suppose. But you know, maybe. The highlights should yeah. be a thing that should be brought in, you know, where you pick the best of it and didn't show them maybe the following night or whatever, you know. Yeah, but in fairness to to the the, the way the games are being streamed now, Tommy, and look at those many many a person around the country is sitting down there now and 
seeing handball, you know, it, it's available to them. To, it's there for them to see it, you know. And if you want to see a good game of handball now, you look at you will see it. Oh, definitely. And I suppose, you know, the the the, the chore, um which we go through. Um, if 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 we were to sit down with the car, um, now Leo, there's no free weekend. You could nearly say there's tournaments on, there's competitions on, there's championships on. Um, I suppose we have another big, um, I suppose what we call the biggest of them, which is the World Championships, taking place next August in Newell. I was um, going, I was going to get to that before we finished. Yeah, one, I was seeing as you're on the point. Okay. Old one, yeah. You know, so um, everything is being brought forward to to accommodate that next year, and um, you know, so the, it, the claw itself is a fairly congested claw coming up to next year. So, I suppose if anybody really wants to see well, just you know, ask their local clubs and um, see what's going on around the place. But yeah, from here on till next August, it's going to be held as character. The World Championships, well, they're we're going to try and create, um, I suppose, what you call an, an Olympic village to, inside New Wales next August for um, the 16th to the 24th, where um, the top players from all over the world, and obviously Ireland being very, very strong in that, and um, we'll hope to take home a lot of those world titles again next year, you know. God, it's, a, it's an occasion really, really to look forward to. There's no doubt about that. Look at... Um, yeah, tab- the, launch, the launch of that is on Monday, actually, inside New Wales. So, so you're you're we'll, not we'll, so we'll not you're not so one you're in, you're into another. Tommy, speaking exactly. speaking exactly. about the handball and the way the state of handball at the moment, and obviously these games are, are forty by twenty, uh, Tommy. But there's a new phenomenon that has been around for a number of years, but it's really beginning to take off, Tommy, in a big way. Is this one wall um, uh, yeah. game of handball? You might just explain. Is it as simple as that? It's just one wall. And that's it. Yeah, I suppose. Look, um, you know, we we we've grown up, I suppose, in tradition in Hamburg, and I suppose here in Clare we only have the one sixty by thirty alley, which is the real big big alley as we call it. And the Tungreni is the only place that has one of those in Clare, as I say. We didn't sort of and have mastered here in Ireland, I suppose, the forty by twenty, and we we we've grown to love that great as we call it and I suppose our top players will 90% of them will be playing 40 by 20 the 60 by 30 is, is starting to dwindle a bit um, primarily I suppose because it's not attractive and it's pretty much in, in, in cold alleys um, but what is coming along as you said there rightly so you know this one world is becoming very very popular very very popular um, internationally it is as simple as just once you have a wall and a ball, you can base it up. It's, it's, it's a bit like the wall ball, Leo. Yeah. And we know what that is. You know, once you have your wall, you have your ball, and all you're doing is playing it up against that. And it's very easy to promote. To promote, it's very easy to play, and it's very easy to introduce youngsters to it. And because I suppose. 40 by 20, 60 by 30 can be very technical. And, you know, I suppose people say, how can handball be technical? But it is very technical. You know, when you're trying to serve the ball, return the ball, whereas in, in the one wall, you're just there, you know, you're 
And Tommy, speaking as you mentioned the schools there before we before we get away from it, and you know obviously the the, the schools championships will be coming up there. The schools are, are very very important yeah. even now, and probably more important than ever for the development of handball. Oh, so look, it's it, it's like anything, Leo. It's like any sport. If you get the proper coach and, and proper development and proper infrastructure inside the schools, um, you know, it, it 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 tends to lead to people being interested, uh, people developing, and you know, I suppose the sooner you start, the more you learn and the better you become. You know. Yeah, and. Just, and Tommy, going back then, said to you know you sp- you spoke about the demise of sixty by thirty. Is sixty by thirty sooner rather than later, Tommy, going to be a thing of the past? Well, I suppose the sixty by thirty. I suppose it is, it's 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 only in Ireland, you see, Leo. Yeah. And I suppose from from a GA perspective, and we will put on the GA hat here. GA handball will develop. Because of its international sporting right. um, hat, we call it. You could, you know, you have players coming from all over the world for the World Championships. They don't play six by thirty. We say in the states, they don't play it in, in the best countries. They don't play it Australia, Canada. Um, so therefore, it's unique to Ireland. And as a result of that, if if you don't have a six by thirty, Ali close, you're not really going to play it. Right. You know, so it's, <laughs> I suppose, is, is it dying? Yeah, it is dying. Um, but what, what, what can we do to rejuvenate? Yeah, yeah, and economics. Speaking of economics, Tommy, you know, a, a massive tournament like this coming to East Clare next weekend, is there any sponsorship available? Any outside sponsors that get involved? Or is it totally down to the Handball Association itself to provide everything? Well, you look, I suppose the... The GA Handball are sponsored. Um, they will be funding all of this. Um, you know, I suppose do, do they go out? Do or do we here in Clare go out looking for sponsorship? No, not really. Um, is it a thing you know, that should? Is cost. it a thing that should be done, Tammy? Or is it? Does it that? Does that everything like that? You know, I know the handball comes under the offices of the DGA. Is it up to the GA then? And especially now that we have a new CEO maybe in charge or, or whatever, and, you know, should they be going out looking for sponsorship for the handball? Well, I suppose, as I say, Claire looks for us. Um, we, have, we have a good understanding, good understanding with the Clare County Board here in Clare, thankfully. Um, though I know some other counties have um, massive um, grants um, afforded to them from their GA county boards, um, you know. But like, it it is it is a tournament that's run and and organised by GA handball from Acro Park level. So, you know, they will be looking after the clubs um, through grants. Uh, obviously, you know, for as I mentioned about the weather, um, courts are from this weekend on putting on heating sort of six eight hours a day. And um, they'll have electricity, 
you know, heat and all that sort of stuff um, in two weeks' time t- to look after. So, as we all know, the ESB bins are going up. So, um, it, 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 it's not going to be it's not going to be a cheap event. Um, clubs clubs will, um, you know, obviously um, incur massive costs, which hopefully the GA handballs who get who get funding through sports capital grants and lottery grants and they get funding from the GA as well. But you know, it's it, it is a massive undertaking. Um and obviously, you know, clubs themselves will be putting on catering and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, massive but if if anybody wants to come along and donate and, and put sponsorship away, we should we gladly take it here and care anyway, you know. But do you think, though, Tommy, that tis 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 the way maybe to go in the in 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 the future? That maybe, obviously, again we go back. You're under the rules of GA, but should there should there be some leeway, especially in a weekend like this? You know that you didn't every 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 second every day of the week that tournaments like this are going to come to the county and and give and you're giving massive exposure to the county, you know, as well. Not only uh, in terms of handball, but you're you're bringing business to the to the those areas as well. well I was, you know, I was just going to say that, like, obviously, um, there's what, what there's, there's, there's nearly 150 players coming. They're all going to be put up and, and staying in hotels and uh, being bees and so on and so forth. So, all those, you know, it's generating an awful lot of um, money for the economy, um, and you're exposing player as a tourist attraction also. So, you know, and I suppose everybody knows the tradition we have here in Clare with our music anyway. But, um, you know, so. Restaurants, hotels, B&Bs—they're all benefiting. While the clubs are sort of their their costs are being um, put in, you know. So I suppose should we be going out to those? That's that's a thing I suppose for Clare Handball to to look at, um, and and definitely yeah, one hundred percent. They're the ones gaining from it, you know. They should maybe pump something back in. Should we be getting grants? Again, let's go to the, the, the negotiation tables, I suppose, Leo, you know. Um, but, yeah, we are we are under the auspices of the, the GAA, um, you know, which people don't sometimes maybe know or, you know, and, and, and I suppose the domain of the, under the umbrella would be the rounders. And, of course, nobody knows rounders are actually covered by GAA as well. Yeah. But, you know, it, I suppose, as I say, we have, we have had a good under, um, relationship with the county board here at Clare. You know, we've got sponsorship funding down through the years. Um, and as I say, we, we, we're happy to, to, to be under those because it is, it is a minority sport and, you know, the funding out there is, 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 is very, very low. Yeah, and Tommy, as we're coming, the, the clock is catching up on us there now. But you're coming in, in yeah. conclusion. Look, at, there's a massive, a massive week. Obviously, the, we wish our Lord Handballers the best of luck up in 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 Bedfest this weekend. But for yes, anybody, 100%. you know, you'd encourage anyone to come out next weekend to to follow the handball, not only in Tungrani but all over all over Clare. It is a, a feast of handball, you know. And you'd encourage even maybe if it encourages ten people to take up the game afterwards, it has been a bonus, you know. But you'll be asking everyone to come out and support the handballers, Tommy. Well, look, we, we, we're we always trying to get people um, down to alleys. Um, and I suppose, you know, we, we, unfortunately, the, the way and, and the climate that we're living in now, it, it is hard. It can be time-consuming. But 
you know, and, and, and all the red tape that's there, look, unfortunately, it, it is the way it is. But, you know, we, we are constantly, Neil, looking for uh, people to get involved, people to get involved in coaching, people to get involved in training, you know, to run clubs and secretaries, chairmen, treasurers, you know, they all need volunteers, you know, and it, it's very easy for people to get involved in the hurling team because you have 15 other parents involved, you have players involved, but the old handball club, they're always a poor mode, really, you know, and, and, and like, we have nine clubs in Clare at the moment who are, you know, struggling at times to get people involved and, and officials involved. You know, I'm, I'm involved in handball, I suppose, for Jesus, nearly 20 years, 25 years though, and it's probably not some great thing to say, but you're looking at sort of the same faces all the time, you know? Yeah. And you, you need new blood. You need new faces. That's the lifeblood of any association, new... really, in the time of young blood coming in. But, yeah, exactly. And you need new ideas. Um, and as I say, look, oh, we have nine winners um, starting Friday week, next week. I would encourage, obviously, anybody that has, would have any interest or even just to see what it's like, to come down, you know, visit the, the, the clubs, See what's going on, you know, because there is a lot of good work going on in clubs. Um, you know, bring along the kids. There's a lot of coaching. There's a lot of training going on. And, you know, okay, people might say it's an individual sport, which it is, but, you know, just because you mightn't be good at soccer, you mightn't be good at hurling or football, but handball is there to be experienced, to be enjoyed. Like, the one thing about handball you know, you can play from the age of six up to sixty-six or seventy-six or eighty-six. Like we, we the the, the competitions that have been won in Clare um, certain Friday week. Like you have okay, the big ones. You have the big boys playing, of course, the the and the big ladies. But you have men's A, B, and C, and you have over forties, fifties, sixties playing. And we have, I think, something like twenty-six Clare players. And some of those players are actually over 60 years of age still playing amber. Yeah, I'd say someone mightn't like to give them their, their exact age, I'd say, either. Was, <laughs> you know, but they've given their, they've uh, look, given their life I, to handball, you know, that's the way but, it is. Oh, but, but you see, this is the thing, and they go down and they enjoy themselves. And, you know, I suppose, look, it is what it is, you know. And, 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 and you have the guys who are 30s and 40s trainers, um, you know, but it's it, it's... It's just such a, a game that, you know, you can enjoy up to your 70s or 80s, as we call it, you know. It's, 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 it's phenomenal, like. Yeah, it does not actually covers a, a wide spectrum. And just some of the names going playing in, in Belfast this weekend, we wish we the best. Dear Nash, Colin Crehan, Conor Stack, Keith Crehan, Henry McGuire, Kevin O'Callaghan, Mark Crehan, Glyn Murray, Sean Cockton, Liam Minogue taking part in the ladies. And then those young players, mm-hmm. Chloe Henning, Claire Minogue, Matthew Cochran, Sean Constantine, fabulous there there from Clooney, and Irla Kelleher from the local club here in Tungreni, all taking part in Belfast. We wish him the, the very best of luck. And then, of course, very the following best, weekend, yeah. they'll all be in action again, Tommy, along with many, many more. Well, I was just going to say, I was going to go down there through some of those, and uh, you've, you've named it, a lot of them already. They'll all be taking part again, you know, even up with that to the, to, to the plus 60s of Mike Kelly from the market. Um, Seamus Ryan, Tom Graney, you know, he's, he's, Shaq, he's, he's probably he's feeling a long, 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 long time, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, the 40s didn't, you know, again, Mike Baker, Shane Walsh, you know, those are guys that have given their life to handball, you know, and um, so it, it, it is, it, it is great, um, but as I say, just come down, certainly, by all means, come along and visit any one of the clubs. Again, I'll, you know, Tom Graney, Kilkishan, Tony Quinn, the market, Callahan's Mills, Castle Tulla, Tuna or Broadford, starting next Friday, all day Saturday and all day Sunday. You know, um, just look, come along and enjoy it. Yes, and we and, and we meet the, the, star, the stars of the past and the stars of the future and obviously the stars of the present. And you're looking through other sports. Exactly. We look at Hurland and you, you see, of course, one of the stars here for the Clare Hurland team at the moment is, is um, Mark Rogers all here from... Mark uh, Rogers, he, he, yeah. He's an All-Ireland one, you know, with, 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 from he played handball with Tungraney. You've already looked at Dear McNesh. Do you know what I mean? There's an awful lot of lads have played. So you just don't know where yeah, the next star of the future is going to come out of. Oh, look, 100%. And, you know, I suppose we would be um, saddened, I suppose, to have lost Mark because he was only after winning an All-Ireland minor. And I suppose, look, it it just goes to show what you can can do to an extent, and I suppose Dermot has done it to an extent, and combine both hurling and football, or hurling and handball. Um, You know, it's a tough ask. And I suppose if you really want to excel in one, you really have to dedicate yourself to the and Mark, you know, thankfully for the horrors, he, he has, uh, has done that for the horrors. But like, you know, and I suppose, look, you, your own cousin above in Kildare, Leah, you know, she's an exceptional sports player. She She's coming back to handball again next year, but, you know, she had to commit to the soccer or the Football yeah, in the and, and, that yeah, the and we wish Leah the very best to look because she's lined out with Shelburne in the ladies' FAI Cup final against that one town in, in, in uh, exactly, Sunday Viva. So. Exactly. Like, I, I can remember her coming down oh, just many moons ago, Leo, when she started and her mother rang me to know could she get a game in Toon Graney and that's what started her off in handball, you know? I can remember, but, the, I remember the call we made. There's no doubt about that. So I remember the call we made. <laughs> yeah. So, like, me, I suppose... Is, Tommy, we, we yeah. look at the, the clock has caught us. We wish you the best of luck um, at the weekend. It's a legit, or next weekend, Thank it's a logistical nightmare. There's no doubt about that. But uh, a man in your position, you know, you, you, you're a right plumaster. You always have been. You'll, there's no doubt you'll, you'll, you'll get all the troops up in action. And I suppose, Tommy, for the weekend, the greyhounds will be taken. Uh, the greyhounds will be being walked by someone else next weekend. Is that? The, uh, the, they'll, they'll be walked by someone else. Look, we'll, we, we, we had a winner Sunday night long come well, so we'll every now and again tonight have the old win there too. You know. <laughs> I tell you, you're going well. I tell you, you're going, you're going well. There's no doubt about that. And whatever, I tell you, you you've came, uh, trying, you've came, shining up ahead to a certain degree anyway. So for that, you'll have to take credit. Uh, a, a small bit. Uh, but sure, we have the came and affected the peppers in as well in, in vehicles, you know. So we're all right. Uh, you have good. I have a good mix. I have a good mix. Good, here. Uh, you, you had to get these clear crowd in. Tommy, look, at, <laughs> good, to, good, good to talk to you as always. You're very good to come here and, and scare up Bakemeat Radio. Look, we wish you the, and the committee and all the henbars. The very best to look next weekend. And look at hopefully we'll get to talk to you again as the year goes on. Tommy Hagerty, got to meet him And once again, thanks to Tommy Hagerty for taking the time to talk to us. And now we move from handball to rugby. We're really into the, the middle of the, the, the domestic scene here in, in, in Ireland or in East Clare with the rugby season. Following on, unfortunately, from the World Cup debacle that happened. And, you know, a good tournament for Ireland didn't turn out as good as could be expected. And we're delighted again to be joined by our rugby analyst here on Scarab Bay Queen's Radio, uh, Michael Madden. And the last time Michael was here with us, we were in great hope. He was taking a crew, a crew from Scarab over, but 
Unfortunately, he didn't didn't work out. Michael, you're welcome once again. Thank you, thank you, Michael. So near and yet so far. I know, I know. We we sat for about twenty minutes afterwards in the stadium, just nobody talking. It was just. It's hard to believe, like it was just just one of those things you'll just remember forever like that. The, it was so close, you know, Jody Barrett's leg, you know, yeah. we're in the semi-final, you know, we're going to the final. <coughs> so it's just, I look at, what can you say, we're, we're probably one of the best rugby teams in the world and, you know, we should probably enjoy that. And like the, the World Cup is, I think it comes around every four years, we don't seem to have much luck in it, but we have a hell of a rugby team. There's no doubt, no doubt it's a brilliant rugby team, you know, and as you said, Lady Luke hasn't shown us. It has to turn. There's no doubt it has to turn. And look at, the cycle is already starting for, for four years' time. You've just finished this one and they're looking, they're, you look at different sites and they're picking the rugby team nearly, or who's going to be playing in, in, in four years' time. And it will come around, it will come around with the cycling, it will come around quickly. Yeah, our look will change. Like, you know, there's, there's other great teams that haven't won this tournament. Like, it's, like, we are in a position now where we're probably one of the strongest nations. We're producing the most amount of players for our playing pool ever, I would say. Like, Leinster, Munster are now producing players. Ulster are starting to produce a few. And even Connacht yeah. are producing a few. So, like, we have all the systems right. Just some, like, we just have to be lucky in one four-year cycle at the right time. And that's the way it is. And uh, look at, I, you know, I think there's still a big interest. There's a lot of people still, the URC is back now. People, more people than ever, I say, yeah. are watching rugby now because they appreciate, you know, it's you know it's enjoyable and it's good crack and uh, we had a great time over there and like it's 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 not always about winning but when I came out of that stadium I swear I oh I could I, I can't even support New Zealand now going forward I'm just that gutted about it they're they're just so oh they cheat on this the level that they cheat at is just it's so hard and like I don't blame the referees. It's like some of the things, like to just pull a jersey or pull a hand or pull you in. It's, oh, it's just Michael, hard. You know, looking at the match, look at, okay, we're only watching the match at home. You were watching it live, right? Yeah. But for once, the people that don't know the full rules, like, yeah. it's a constant, it's ongoing for 80 minutes or whatever it is. They're at all, it, it's just it never stops you can see you can see they, they're on the wrong side they, they won't roll away yeah. the old the old adage Pat you, you, you've seen you've seen it yourself if you know it's uh, frustra- yeah, it's, it's great frustration I suppose in rugby in general first of all the, world, the Rugby World Cup is a brutal competition right that's the first thing right mm. it's nothing like the Six Nations it's nothing like the November or the Summer or even the Lions Tours because <clears throat> the games come fairly fast okay we had a two week break but uh, and we weren't too unlucky with injuries but as Mike says, it's about the teams who know how to define the dark gaps. Yeah. Correct. Cod the refs, con everybody, kick the ball up. But the saddest part of it, from my point of view, it was a wonderful tournament. If you take England and South Africa, they now combined have more World Cups won than even New Zealand or anybody else. Mm. And it is who can kick the ball up at the other highest. And that's a pity from the point of view young lads around the world want to play. Now, mm. I, I, having said that, there was some great rugby played by Bex and both. I'm, I'm not suggesting mm. that. France, I thought, could be as, as disappointed as us, if not more, because they yeah. were at home. I thought, I thought it was going to be a home town refs with the French crowd. It was the opposite. Yeah. He went completely. He went, he went you know, completely the other way. It was very strange. Mm. So, but uh, like my, that was so Mr. Key, right? wasn't it? Yeah. I, I couldn't get off the chair at home. I just sat down and I was kind of daydreaming after it, thinking I couldn't go and go, go for a drink after that or anything. No way. You could just say, 
do we think it about how we near and so mm-hmm. far but uh, and again I have to agree with him it's still a, still a fine rugby time, team and we I think there's even better lads coming in in the future or the present young lads will be even probably more streetwise than mm. the older guys maybe yeah you have Charlie to Sexton probably should have been given the rest at fresh legs in Look at that 37 phases was it against New Zealand before when we failed to score when we threatened and threatened and threatened and threatened for bound to make a mistake in that line if you had our, our new, our new out, out half oh, in probably, there yeah, with yeah. fresh legs to make one break yeah. you know or, or ask yeah, a different question no, you know? yeah. but look at Mike, fine margins Sexton look at he's been brilliant we, <clears> look at we've been talking about him for four years events that mm. happened to him what was going to happen and now we're saying we should have taken no, him off we should have taken him off which is and it was <laughs> probably, and probably true yeah, yeah. but New Zealand, they knew exactly where he was going. They had him off to a T. Yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't able to move. He just wasn't able to move. No. look at. He's thirty-seven. Yeah, he's been a brilliant seven. You know. Yeah. No, look at. I. I think. I think you're both right. Like, um, the 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 thing about it is like, the heartbreaking thing is that you know we were better than them. Yeah. You know, yeah. we were better than them, but they were just that small bit. Street or and even that try that they scored, like you could just see a man pull. He just, you know, like they're just small things. Like, and you know, we were lucky enough, we had tickets to the South Africa France game the next day. And like, what a spectacle! Oh yeah. my god, like, and like, was that to be honest, was that the best game of rugby? I, best game of rugby I've ever, ever seen, seen. ever yeah. seen, yeah. like, even to watch just. It's like it's like an orchestra. The yeah. way they everything was setting up, and the way they, oh, even Kobe charging, you know, everything was yeah. it was unbelievable. It's like you know, and and they say misery loves company. So like when we were leaving the stadium, we were actually feeling a bit better about yeah. ourselves. <laughs> you know, <coughs> so like I it, I thought it was amazing, and uh, it, it just shows you like it's you know there's a way of playing, and and I agree with you like South Africa's way of playing is a way of playing, but. Rugby is evolving the whole time, and in a year and a it's every year and a half it changes, yeah. and something different comes into it. And like, I think we're building towards having te- like we have monster have some great players coming through mm. with those under twenties and everything. And I think hopefully we've all learned something from it. Like, because anyone that was in that stadium, like, my God, it's just one of those moments that you just. But there was a difference this year, though, in terms of even the public reaction to the team not mm. getting through, right? Before it was depression and they let us down again and they bottled it and they yeah. choked, right? This year I think there was pride in the fact that they absolutely gave it everything. They with their boots on, mm. had New Zealand in the rack and had no look. Plus the fact that this draw was a, a joke. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was the, that was the killer. That was the killer. Yeah, that was the killer. Because we were, we, we you know, Argentina. Yeah, you watched the quarter, the other quarterfinals. Like they were a joke. Like, yeah, that, you know what I mean? Mm. They were ah, it was so bad. Like we'd have had, we'd have been in a semi final, and that's what we were in. We were in a semi final, and. The, you know that was they were the four best teams, and we were you know the width of a men's league yeah, yeah. from being yeah. into the final. But you made a point there um, a few minutes ago, Michael, when you start at the outset there, right? Really, the participation is going to jump in huge numbers. People watching it is going to jump in huge. It did capture the imagination. Now I know the, the G, the county G, and all that was yeah. over, but it did capture the imagination of of everybody really. Well, I'll give you an example of it. Like you know, we would we thought at the start of the season we you know we'd, we'd have one team. We we're we're talking of having a seconds match in two weeks time. Yeah, right? I was going to say I know that's coming up. Yeah, actually, one yeah. of the proofs of it is, <clears throat> you know, when Jack Charlton's team were going, our Clare winning the All Irelands in the nineties and twenty thirteen, you know. That bandwagon is, and we know when you have women of all ages really getting into this. And mm. in recent times, 
there was a lot of women of a certain age we all know totally into this Irish team mm. and when you have the women into it you will have them in favour of getting young lads going in the future mm. so I think that's a great thing as mm. well it did capture the hearts of the of the nation no question about it even the viewing figures was it 1.4 million or something yeah. you're talking there about soccer a soccer quarter final would be something similar even and later rugby is even more of a minority pet. oh yeah are you going to be one for the match like you know, yeah. you went home, you go. Yeah. Absolutely. That, 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 that was it. But Michael, you know, again, as you said, though, a second team coming, um, I was going to say, everything has been positive because the numbers have grown. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You hear them talking about even in Limerick, the, the, the numbers they have giant clubs. Yeah, and they were falling away. And they were dwindling, yeah, which yeah. is, a, you know. But you're talking about here, there's the artists in Scarlet. You're talking about having a second team. Mm. That, that's all what, a month on from the World Cup, yeah. and that, that's what he's done. Yeah, yeah. It's it's but like, because. Do you know what? It's well, I, I'm obviously and Titan for Devo singing. Though, well, no, no, because he's he's retired now. But, <laughs> but no, but look at look at I'm biased anyway. But I think it's a great game, and I think it's a great game for you know having the crack and you know because you you know say hurling you, or any sport like you, you could have a superstar in rugby. You can have a superstar, but unless the lad on the wing is willing to tackle, you might as well forget about it. It's such a team game that if every man isn't committed to the cause, mm. it's a waste of time. You're nearly as well off to have 15 lads that are just average and are willing to f go out there and fight for each other. Uh, and that's the great thing about it. Because like, the stars, you can be a star, but the, you know, unless you have a team which you're, you're going nowhere. And that's the great thing about rugby. Leading on, you go from one competition into the next. And obviously the URC had started. Now the internationals are beginning to yeah. filter back in. Even you know, people are going to be more aware. They're going to, more people are going to go to watch them. You know that these as superstars, as you call them, yeah. um, for you know with good reason. Mm. They're back in. Mm. You know, it is. It's now about you know the URC maybe is a bit disjointed, but yeah. But I th I suppose what we'd be looking for now is that the uh, under twenties for the last couple of years will start to be you know, Brian Brian yeah. Leeson now. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he, like yeah. he's going to be. Yeah, yeah he, they're going to be the mm. ones to watch. Like, will he be on the team? Will he be on the tour team to go to South Africa in the year? Do you think? Well, if he's not, like he must be doing something. Like he, there. That's what you should do. Like I think what we should do is after the uh, World Cup, we should do like most other teams and say, you know, if you have eighty or seventy cups you can go off wherever you want to go and yeah. that's, we're going to build yeah. for the next four years and that's what they should do and like just move on because we have enough talent coming through now that we could build something do you know what I mean I know the IRFU's policy is to try and win the Six Nations that's revenue you know, based too financially oh definitely mm -hmm. like, it's, it's, mon it's all about money do you know yeah. these things like that's why you know, we have what we have is because in fairness the IRFU put so much yeah, emphasis yeah, into the true. money because yeah. like to but in fairness let's give notes about the IRFU and give out, you know, new support look at doing a remarkable job remarkable. but in fairness they weren't fair, they, they got it right no, they, they got it right like, I, like that's the, the in fairness to them like and you know we've with Scarab we've had limited dealings with I remember we went up uh, we had to go for a for the AstroTurf we went up and we had to. We went up to them and we went to. I had to go in and myself and another fellow went in and we, we said, "Look, we we were building this astrof and we need uh, fifty thousand. We'd like to borrow off you." Went in anyway, and they came out to me. Says, "Lads, no, we're not going to do that." And we says, "You'll need seventy thousand to do that." Uh, we'll have to give you no. 70,000. <laughs> and that was the meeting we had with him above. And like, the, I, I, there was an Ulster lad on the, there was four, three, one from each, I, like it was very, like we'd go in with the shorts and everything on. It was very, and like, it was amazing coming out that they did the figures and I said, no, let's, 
your figures are wrong. You'll have to you'll have to take seventy thousand and and we take the it's a loan like, but it's only at one percent. So, but like that's the kind of way that they run the Fair thing. business. Yeah, because we would have been short that. Yeah, we had yeah. To, like that's like the dragon scene because you you put in a great picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, as you were speaking yeah. about, you know, the the, the the hierarchy and there's a change at the top. Yeah. With hum, David Humphreys coming in, mm. good or bad? Well, I think the days of Les hanging around clubs until the end of their playing career could be coming to an end with yeah. that. That he will be a lot more uh, business, and you know, you're bringing a value or you're not bringing a value, and. He's probably going to be more hands on, Michael. Is he? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like, and you know, maybe uh, definitely more hands on, and probably a bit more ruthless than because, um, like, in first uh, clubs, they were allowed to hold on to players that maybe you know, in in if you were a professional body, you'd have probably moved on and yeah. brought in younger. Whereas I see it now, he's going to say we've enough talent coming through. We have to get these guys on the field. And that's the way it's going to be. I was going to ask you that, and Patton's going to come in there in a second. We're going to see less and less uh, foreigners come into the game. There's no doubt about from here on in. It's mm. they're probably going to be, and of course, speaking mm. of John Klein is probably going to be shipped out. Yeah, well, I know he's he played for South Africa. So well, at first they have to ship, him, have out. To ship him out. But I'd say we're going to see a lot more of it, Michael. Are we? Well, I think you still need the if you can get the absolute quality. But the problem is the quality costs. An awful lot of money. Do you know what I mean? You like, have Irish roots from now on, though. Yeah, but like, you, yeah, would you see? I think we can always find an Irish <laughs> root if we wanted one. So there's no problem there. But the, it's the quality mm. that you know, because our level is say here. So that quality has to be really superstar stuff. Like, and that's very hard to judge on. Uh, you know, seventeen, eighteen year old say yeah. that he's going to be a superstar like in five years time. Like, so it's uh, yeah. I I would think less and less. But the problem is. We don't really produce, like we've talked before, the second rows and uh, these yeah, kind right, of big, 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 big positions. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just, you see, RJ, just like he's, Simon, yeah. oh yeah. my God. McCarthy is the closest thing the Bible looking for the future, uh, isn't yes. it? Yes. That type of player. That, he's, yeah. he's, the man from Munster isn't going to be bad. Is it Tom Heron, the fellow in the second row? He's probably going to come in. Yeah. He's going to be, well, is, he, is he big enough, Michael? Yeah, that's the problem. Is he big enough? Is he like, big enough, yeah. Uh, that, like, the, you, you know, you're talking maybe six, seven, six, eight, and... And the boat to go with that, like to, do you know what I mean? There, uh, I don't know how many of them we produce, yeah. and we have to find. We have to try and find a few more Peter Manny's or the fine arts as, as well. Yeah, well, hopefully, Brian. I think Brian Gleeson. Yeah, that's looks that's the, probably where the, he's going to go yeah. because I don't think he's a number Perhaps. eight really. So probably, isn't probably not big enough. Yeah. Not big enough for number eight either. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd say he'd probably go there. Looking at the rest of the Irish team, do you see many change? Obviously, the Six Nations is coming ahead of us, and of course, no. Andy Farrell is going to be taking a sabbatical, looking more than likely to go to the lines. Yeah, that's going to open up more gaps. Yeah, uh, but look, I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing because you know it gives him a break as well and freshens things up. Like so, uh, I think it worked for Wales for years. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. you know, and it gave a bit of more life. Like, I think Ireland should should shake it up a bit, but I don't know how much they're going to shake. Like, it'll be interesting to see if um, uh, Burn now moves to ten, but I don't think he does. Like so. I don't think he has enough in him, like so. Rossborn. Rossborn. No, yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't. So safe pair of hands, but not. No, not, not spectacular. No. No. Take you one, no, not you know, take one. And like then you're talking like, like Leinster have a big problem, really. They have no. They have a big, big with, with problem. With Prendergast coming through. Yeah, and like 
He's he's still not. What I've seen of him, you know, he's he's still not ready enough for that scene. He's he's not bold. Mm. He's not. He probably needs two years. He'll be. He should be just coming in at the time of the World Cup cycle going into his final year. That's when he should be. That's when he should be. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Like he should do when the Six Nations are gone out. But I'd say he'll be bringing brought into camp every time now. Like he's. You know, they have him pegged as the future. Like I suppose he would. Well, watched him last year, mm-hmm. <coughs> the last couple of years. You say with that boost that he has and his overall play, like and the physique of him. Yeah, he looks and he, he seems package. to have the mentality as yeah, well. Probably he's, has, he's, yeah. he's, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to miss much. And no, you panic. Yeah, yeah. You don't panic yeah. him. Like what's the odds in Doak and Prindle has been there? Have partnership in four years' time. Obviously, your man Gibson Park will well, probably be still hanging around. I thought he'd actually make it through to the World Cup squad. I, I had a great faith in him, but. Uh, he seemed to have slided off a bit. Well, but, joke, but, is yeah, it? but he yeah. was good at the weekend. Uh, yeah, very so, good looking. Yeah, yeah. Do you know. So, look at I, I. It's it's great. Look at we're back into a new cycle. We'll be we'll be talking about it for another four years, and then <laughs> we'll hope to, <laughs> we'll, we'll eventually have luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but looking at it, and the Six Nations is coming now. Don't they? Obviously, we've the. URC for, for now with the mm. Six Nations and of course you have that tour to South Africa a bruising yeah. tour coming but like there's no doubt they'll be in build up mode again yeah, right? yeah. He's, been, he's going in now as the full time coach yeah. like you can see they're not replacing the court neither my at all no. so the next 18 months doesn't seem to matter to them no no I mean they're already but like if you think of when Rezzy took over the first time he'd only 12 or 18, 18 months, months yeah, and they won, they won, it, won like. it yeah yeah but like the only thing is their team is coming to an end you know, and it's how ruthless he's going to be. He's going to clear, have to be. Yeah, to clear it out. And but there's no doubt he's an absolute genius. Like he is just a different level. Do you know, there isn't that, that many coaches that can just make the hard choices and I mean, they work like brave choices. Brave. <coughs> I mean, how come if, if Ireland had won back uh, <laughs> over five or six tough goals, well, four or five tough games, that four tough games? Uh, <laughs> We'd end up with about three, oh. wing, three, three and a half of the of the back row out trying oh. to fill in the gaps. How did they survive? Uh, it's like how did they know they wouldn't they wouldn't get caught for a couple well, it, of it's, for look a it, it does two. come down to the strength and condition training and the trust in that. Mm. And in fairness, that's probably you know that's probably an area we could probably catch up on that they're able to they have them so well tra- and understand the physique of each one of them like that they wouldn't. Injury I and suppose the past explains to how, how Bundyaki was about probably our leading player because he has that tough physical mm, yeah, presence yeah, on the field yeah. as well as the skills he has. Yeah. But he's a brute, like he's built for it, you know, he's got that lovely mm. build for it, low enough centre of gravity. We were probably, yeah, power. We were probably unlucky with uh, Rob Hinshaw being, I, I think so, you know, just not being, not, you know, he, he wasn't up to it really. He's physical, yeah, you know, he, he loves the physical clashes and he's able to tackle and he's able to. He'd carry on but looking at, at the, you're, you're just looking at just say looking at the Irish team from the outside right there's no doubt whatever they've done this summer in the camp right they were all at their peak mm. at their absolute max even looking at Bundyaki he looked a different yeah. a different man on the field yeah. even yeah. so you would have to give him give, him, give him credit credit mm. for that so they have learned and the, Farrell has done a good to be fair to him no. okay maybe apart from the Johnny Six thing he did yeah but like we probably have the best coach in the Six Nations anyway so if that's our starting point, that's not a bad. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're One right. other question, as someone would be fairly, you know, no, no, the technical side of it, Mike. Does you hear a few people talking that maybe Paul O'Connell, for all that he brings, that he's one of our, you know, one mm. of our icons, and, and you know, he, 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 people would, would would say he's the greatest nearly we ever had. Mm. The line out never was comfortable. Yeah. Can anyone pin down why that would have happened? 
Well, look, the lineup. Look at I, I. Thankfully, I was in the backs. But uh, <laughs> look at the the problem with the lineup. It's so technical. And like Paul O'Connell, to be fair to him, has it. You know, he he, he kind of didn't do the Raj story. Like he didn't go off and do the hard yards. Yeah. Most of the jobs he got, he got. You know, so like, there's no doubt he has the. You know, if you walked into the room and Paul O'Connell was there, oh, you'd you'd, you'd be ten percent fucking better yes. by turning yeah. up. Yeah. But like whether he has the technical thing to bring him the extra little bit mm. because like there's something lacking though Michael oh there is yeah oh no there yeah. is and it has been look at it, it happened at underage as well you know it, it is a common oh, unfortunately yeah. it's a yeah, team that but, followed him but like we have two things working against us like we're not a big team yeah no. compared to the rest of them so we have to be a, ten times cuter yeah that's everything that's has to be on the I think that's why <laughs> that's why our, our six foot ten men from me there for a couple of years Tona. Back. Tona yeah, was, yeah, was yeah. a luxury to have yeah because he was absolutely yeah. stood there but Michael in a crisis at any time in the World Cup right you were talking to a many yeah that was that was amazing that yeah. was it like yeah yeah he was the only one that you 100% you know you get yeah but like look at I thought um, Ian Henderson did a great job calling the lineups yeah. but I just thought we just like and it's only like some of those lineups we were off by minimum you know, minimum yeah, it's but the, it, that's the small margin that, that is and at their at their level and where uh, the people they're playing against that's the level that you're, you're but of course Pat too with, with the level of analysis with these top teams you, you, you yeah. I suppose they'd know if your sock was the wrong way around you know what yeah, I mean that's how, yeah. how technical how far they go they're like they're watching video like the amount of vi- videos that they have on teams and how, where they're moving and where they're like even um, say, look at even bring it down to our level we uh, Scarf were playing Innes in three weeks time the coach for Innes was out watching a game two weeks ago yeah just to see what way we were setting up, yes. what way are we running, who's going this way, what's that? Like that's three weeks before we play them. Like, that's but isn't that isn't that good to see though that the game is gone? Oh, and yeah. that can only mm-hmm. work up along. Well, one other it? question I have, and from Mike again, I suppose yeah. it's been it's been have been rather really close quarters, right? Are refs getting it right with these scrum penalties and the, the, the props driving inwards, or is it a question of this this way? This, well, do they know what's happening at all? Well, I think. If you can get the nudge on the first scrum, yeah, you were in a great position for the rest yeah. of the day because you have shown the referee that I am bossing this okay. and whatever he's doing, it's illegal because I can, I can push him. You'd have to wonder, like, yeah, yeah. How, that's how that's how is, they're yeah. judging it, like, because if you can get a, get a drive on <clears> and they see that, like, why would it be? Why would we try and cheat after that? Because we're pushing the, you know, so obviously they have to be the ones bringing it down because we're the ones, and especially at whatever about the higher levels because you've TMOs, you've everything, but like at any junior level, the, if you can get the push on, yeah. you're... Because I know we'll say, <clears throat> apart from the Irish situation, where uh, Portal was pinged a few times, yeah. <clears throat> in the in the semi, in the final, I, I thought New Zealand seemed to have the measure of the traffic storm in the last two, mm. and Wayne Barnes hadn't the courage to give a penalty. I know, I know we didn't want New Zealand to win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just saying, it looked to me that there had to be nearly a penalty to New Zealand in that last couple of plays and, and just those swims around halfway yeah. but um, no, I just thought the, first, the start it. was like he gave four or five penalties in a row like, yeah. and it was it yeah. was just a hard start for us like, he oh. said to start out uh, you, you know you, you were playing catch up all the time you were yeah. you know and didn't it, you make it was just it, like it was just really hard to get going then because you weren't sure what he was looking for like and you know, it puts you in a grey area like. and Michael you know look we're all we've all been involved in sport and normally you, you know how you obviously the courts will talk to the referee before a game and he will tell you what he's going to watch surely he told him 
that he was going to watch him uh, yeah. to, to coming in from the side or whatever. Because when you're under pressure then as a front row guy you're a prop you're going to yeah. try and get a knee down for half a second or yeah. get in a bit sideways. As good not as Porter was at open side he was found out though. Yeah. And Indeed. like we thought it was the, the cleverest thing we'd ever done was move mm-hmm. him over so that we, but obviously, like I thought, you know, I thought I, I thought he had a poor one. I did too, I thought he was poor. And, and he made a team in the tournament. I know. I, can't, I couldn't understand that. No, I couldn't. But that team in the tournament had only what, one New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. South Africa? One South African. Yeah, like, really how could that right. be a team in the, they're, <laughs> they're after winning yeah. it, like, <laughs> for God's sake. You know, you're clear of the tournament. Well, um, I thought it was uh, so, um, I thought it was South Africa's kicker, right? and I know he didn't play that many matches. Uh, Andres Andres Pallot. Pallot. Yeah, I, th- look, I thought the, that kick he took on in the semi final from fifty. Yeah, but yeah, like, some w- kick when someone like and everything on the line, and you just it, it looked effortless. Your player, your player. Well, I didn't like him all all his career, but I have to say I just love watching it a bit. He's a he's oh, a yeah. rough I think so, yeah. diamond, yeah, 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 yeah. and if you want to look back and say. Whatever you don't like or dislike about him, he does he, he does some job leading that you know leading yeah. that pack and being I, involved in everything. I like he only like played like forty four. He didn't watch it. Yeah, he came off early, but I just yeah. loved watching yeah. him. Even though James Lowe was carrying along his shoulder. Yeah. My, my, my own one was they would either, either your man Esme or Stiff to tie. I talked to tie. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah, he was everyone. Yeah, he absolutely. was unbelievable. Like unreal. Twenty eight tackles in the World Cup. I was going to say one of the best players ever in any game I've seen. Missed no tackle. Your moment at the tournament. Oh sure. Um, I I think that kick that kick in that, kick. that like I I thought like I I knew England were going to be difficult, and I I said if they get over if they get over it they're going to win it because yeah. they have the like I I was talking to a few South Africans afterwards after that game, and we went to we went to, and anyway but like they have so what their mentality is to win, like they don't yeah. have a like we were going in ah sure look at we were look they were saying so. You know, no, you know, we thought we were going to win here. Yeah. Their mentality is so different There's to ours. There's a calmness about it, you know, it's and not expectancy. A, and it's not arrogance. Like, oh, no, it's no, not. It's no, not. no, no, it's, no, no, it's, no, it's not. It's an inner belief that I am going to win. And like, I don't care what you do. I have, I have, and I, that was one of the things I took away from the whole thing was just from talk. like they have this thing in them that they believe they're going to win. And it, I, I was impressed with it, too, because it's, it's something we could learn from. Yeah, it's a big, it's, it's a big, it's, 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 it's mindset, isn't it? It's, it's complete. And these were fans, like, they, you know, they, they had no thought of loss yeah. or worry. Pat, a quick, in, a, in a second, your mom. I said for sheer, uh, what was it, arrogance, what it is, Colby's blocked down on the, on the oh, conversion. Yeah. You know, it was one of those trades. I'd have to concur yeah. with you on that one. <coughs> yeah. I'd yeah. I'd I'd want want to know, like two meters. Anyway, yeah. never mind. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. But <laughs> but the result was the result. He knew he's run up. Just the mind was thinking, he knew he's run up. Yeah. Look, unfortunately, the time has cut up, and as Michael, we could talk to you all day. There's no doubt we'll. We'll have many, hopefully, discussions in the next four years as we prepare yeah. uh, for, for the next World Cup. But yeah, we'll have one through and hard enough. For but for now, for now we concentrate, yeah. concentrate on the domestic. Mm-hmm. And Michael, as always, thanks a million for coming in and talking to us on so. Scarab Radio. And that concludes our sports and show here today on Scarab News Radio. My thanks, as always, Copas into Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guests, Tommy Hagerty and, and Michael Madden, for talking to us here today. Thanks to Jim and Nicole Tolter. Thanks to you, you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the programme. Best luck to Clanlara in, in the Holland semi-final t- tomorrow down in, in Tullis and also look, best luck to John O'Meara with, with, with Kildang and a, a Claremont as well. So all that remains is media dial here on Scarlet Patriots Radio for, with Sportsline in the South Central Club of the Union. Benedict Day, August Lawn.